I love you, monkey. I love you more. I loved you first. <laughs> My mom will always be alive. Somewhere in time, I went back to save her. But I completely broke the universe. I have to undo what I did. Want some help? Who the hell are you? I'm Batman. Hello folks, this is Rico, and you're about to listen to another episode of Treks and Sci-Fi, your weekly dose of geeky goodness. This is, uh, let's see, it's June 25th, 2023, show 907. The original plan, I was going to kind of do a retrospective thing on Indiana Jones films. I, I decided to tweak the schedule or change that a little bit <laughs> because um, I figured... I want to see the new movie. I want to see Dial of Destiny, I think, before I do that. So since I'll have a longer weekend next weekend anyway with the 4th of July weekend coming up here in the U.S., I'll have a four-day weekend. So I'm going to try to do a video cast next weekend and cover indie, cover the new movie, and all that. So instead, this week, uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about the Flash movie that I saw and enjoyed. Uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about the whole superhero which I talk about, I think, a lot or, or fairly regularly, uh, franchises on, on TV, on streaming, uh, on uh, the in the movies. Uh, I'm going to talk about that in, in general a little bit, talk about a few other things that I've been watching and seen recently, including the new season of Black Mirror, which I've watched two of the episodes so far. Uh, and, um, yeah, so that's the plan. Maybe be a little shorter than typical podcast, possibly. We will see. Been kind of busy with a number of things here, which I'll tell you about at the beginning of the show. But anyway, um, I found this. Uh, I usually do the opening credit type thing that I've a um, couple of one, different ones that I've used over the years. But I found uh, just kind of popping around YouTube this morning. This um, if you go to let's see her her handle name or whatever. It's a violinist. She's called Vio Dance V I O D A N. C E, uh, all smushed together, one word. Uh, she's got a video up uh, called Evolution of Star Trek Series Music Themes from 66 to 2020 by Vio Dance. Uh, it, it's super cool. She put some graphics in the, in the background and things like that. Uh, but um, it, yeah, I'm going to probably just play the, um, the first theme, which is sort of a, her take on the original series, because of course that's my favorite. Although Strange New Worlds, I'll tell you what, we're, oh, we're going to talk about that as well. The first two episodes, I'll, I'll try to keep it pretty spoiler-free, but I'll warn you a little bit before I get into that. If you haven't seen it, uh, I think I can cover it pretty spoiler-free. It, it's Season 2 has just been as great as Season 1, and uh, I, I love this show so much. It's <laughs> after only, what, 12 episodes? I think 10 in Season 1 and, and 2 now in Season 2. Man, this show, there's just something about it that just really hits home for me. Uh, but I'll, I'll talk more about that in the show. Here is, again, uh, uh, the uh, Vio dance with her uh, take on the original Star Trek theme.
it. Uh, she goes right into. There's no real pause. It's it's one complete video of six minutes and sixteen seconds. With um, she has little kind of a segue between the music uh, between the Trek themes that she does. So it, it's a little tricky to <laughs> split them. I think maybe I'll play the TNG one at the end of the show today. So. All right, here we go. Podcast 907, 907. Jiminy. I just realized the other day that, let's see, this September, it'll be 18. Yeah, 18 years of the podcast. In a couple of years of I'm still doing it, it'll be 20 years of doing a show nearly weekly. Uh, I would say the last few years have been a little bit more, probably had a few more skip weeks. Um, and also, you know, we have like Mark last week. Thanks, Mark, again for doing a guest cast. I've had guest casts and things. But in the early years, especially not even early years, you know, it was pretty much me, sometimes with others um, every week. And it's sort of funny. It, it, it's become such a thing. I've said this many times, especially on Sunday mornings, I always feel like it's it's summertime here. I've been doing a lot of work on the, around the outside of the house, trying to, f- to fix up some things, staining my deck for one. And so, with working during the week, you know, the weekend is like, oh, okay, let's let's get out and do stuff. So it's like I think last Sunday. Well, Mark did a show last last week for me, so I was able to do a little more work around the house on Sunday. But it, it sort of is locked into my brain of Sunday mornings to do a podcast. It's uh, after you do something this long, it's even like work. Um, I go to the office on certain days of the week. I work out of my home other days and things, and you become kind of programmed, uh, you know, our brains, you know, I think I heard something somewhere. Somebody say, if you do something and it doesn't take a long time, I don't know here, here's my brain spinning in, in, it's like, Rico, talk about the the good geek stuff. I will. I will. I'm getting there. It was something like a month. I don't think it was very long, a month or two of doing like a, the same thing. Like, like say you start going for walks like every other day or something like that. Your brain and your body becomes like, oh, it's, it's time to go do that thing that you do. And uh, that's why people say, you know, if you're getting into exercise regimes, you know, once you do it for several weeks, a month or more, uh, you become you're you're just become kind of almost programmed, and and it's it's really the the early times to you know to hard to to kind of get started on something like that. Eventually, it becomes you almost you know you're you you. I was about to say you crave it or you need it or you want it, <laughs> in a good way. In a good way, good you know cravings can be good things too. All right, I don't know where all that came from. Sorry. Well, I shouldn't apologize. The uh, let's see. Okay, let's start with the Flash, since that's sort of most fresh on my mind. I'd say, uh, although I I finally watched that Fast X movie last night. Uh, you know, I I don't know. Vin Diesel, Dominic Toretto in the movies, <laughs> he can make a car do like practically anything. I. I would love to. I'm sure there's videos on YouTube or whatever, and and I know these movies are just totally over the top. I mean, they're 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 practically science fiction. Uh, the uh, they've become. Although this movie, I would say there was a couple of stunts and things in it that you know that were not that were a little over the top. But I've seen them do crazier things. Um, also, I had forgotten this movie is only like part one. The, that that's a new thing. They they've never I don't think done that in any of the other 
Fast Furious whatever movies where it, and it's kind of a longer movie too. But I'm get, I just realized in about the last 15 20 minutes of the movie I'm like, "Oh yeah, cuz I think I had heard yeah, this movie does not like wrap up this particular story." But anyway, uh, I would love to see a video of people saying if I mean, they do these things and, you know, there are stunts that they're doing in these movies, but there is also a lot, I'm sure, CGI and computer stuff, too. But I'd like to know and hear from somebody because gravity just doesn't work in the way that, like, gravity is one constant (laughs) that just does not seem to be working normally in those movies. But, But they are kind of fun. Although I would say this one... You know, this is a surprise. It's in the trailers. Jason Momoa is the is the baddie, is the bad guy. He kind of plays it kind of over the top, kind of smarmy. You know, I I don't know. It did that didn't really work all that well for me, honestly. Yeah, on uh, you know, on one hand, and here I am reviewing Fast X. At least for me, he he comes off as this you know nasty guy kind of, you know, want to out for revenge because every one of these movies is really about some revenge thing almost, somebody coming back. Um, but um, but the, uh, it, it, it's just, it, 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 he kind of reminded me of, you guys, well, it's on my mind, the 89 Batman movie, the Jack Nicholson's Joker. He's, he's kind of just over the top like that. It, you know, he's like, you almost can't take him seriously somewhat, so. But um, but it was still kind of fun. Anyway, let's go to the Flash, which which I think is is really really a solid good movie. Um, you know the whole thing with Ezra, you know, and 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 as outside of doing films, you know, his personal difficulties, things that have happened, things that have been reported on. I, I get all that, or I mean, I, I I've I've heard enough of it. Um, and, uh, you know, whether all those things happened is, you know, like they've been reported, whether there was a little, I'm sure th- stuff happened and I'm sure he's had, he, you know, things have happened that he's done things to people that weren't the best and nice and, and, you know, but the guys, you know, he needs some, he needs some help and I hope he's getting it. And, and I mean, he hasn't, it's, it, this movie was made a few years back, I think now, um, thousands of people if you watch the credits you know there there is an end credit a very end credit scene uh so if you want to sit there but i mean thousands of people worked on these you know move this movie and i wasn't going to be one of those guys that's like oh ezra miller he's he's a he's a creep guy he's a bad guy i'm not going to go see it because i've kind of enjoyed that dc movies in recent times uh even the shazam movie recently I, i've enjoyed those um, I know I've always had this rep for, for, you know, I'm kind of easygoing or I accept or I enjoy these things, but it's a little more than that. Like, for example, this movie, The Flash, the whole premise of it, and you heard it at the beginning, and, you you know, in trailers is that, you know, Flash can, can run faster than the speed of light. And so, you know, it's theorized. And this happened in a, a very classic a series of comics called Flashpoint with The Flash where – He's another character, you know, all these, so many of these comic book characters have these tragic lives, you know, where his mother was killed and his father goes to prison for, for, for killing her. And he didn't, he didn't, he obviously didn't, uh, maybe not obviously, but whatever that's, that's well been established for, for a long time and it doesn't change in this movie. So Barry realizes he, you know, that he can go back in time and 
he says, well, I can go back and fix things and change things, which is an incredible um, kind of ability or power to have. And, he, and, you know, and again, this is in the trailers, you know, he kind of talks to Bruce, you know, talks to Batman, Ben Affleck or Batflick as he as he's known, because he's in this a little bit. Um, and, and of course, Bruce being Bruce, he's like, you know, you could you can really mess things up if you if you can if you go back and change something like that. There's these pivotal events in in your lives that you know most things you do each day don't really drastically change the course of your life. Um, I was thinking about this. Uh, I guess I'll say it now. You know, my um, I uh, you guys all know I have two older sons. My oldest son is married. They have two kids. I have two grandchildren. Two boys. They have. And they had twins on Friday. I think I've mentioned that they were going to have twins before. But, yeah, everybody's healthy. They had a boy and a girl. Um, still kind of working out the names. But, um, but yeah, two more Dosties in the world. And uh, so that's wonderful. But my point with bringing that up, that, you know, just a couple of days ago, so get out the candy cigars. Regular cigars are kind of gross. Uh, but um, <laughs> the uh, the point is, you know, you know, my son, my or not my, well, not just my son, my wife and my, Lynn and my son, Stephen, you know, obviously if we hadn't gotten, Lynn and I hadn't met, hadn't gotten married and had him, I'm getting back to a point on the Flash thing, but it's just about how certain times in your life are all, the, the, the your whole life after that, because of a certain event, is, is changed. You know, like my father died when we were pretty young, or when I was pretty young, when I, well, my brother and I, and sister too, uh, you know, I was 10. And, um, but the point is, at, shortly after that, we moved and we moved to California and we moved around. And, you know, all those little things got me to the point where, like, I met Lynn, I met my wife in college, and I went to a, um, went to a friend, a friend of mine had, um, uh, had joined a uh, fraternity and it wasn't like one of these fraternity crazy like you know like you see in some movies it was fine but anyway they had a, like a party at this place at this house and I wasn't much of a party guy I never have been but uh, you know I was kind of like eh, I don't have much to do I don't know what if it was a Friday or a Saturday night we went to this party and I wasn't in the fraternity but my friend was uh and my roommate actually, uh, and uh, he says, "Oh, you can come if you want." And uh, and that's where I met Lynn. That's where I met my wife at that party. And and basically everything after that, you know, we eventually got married. We had kids. My son met uh, his wife Marcy, you know, at, at college also, and and then now they've got four kids and. Um, so it's 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 just really fascinating and interesting to me. You never know each day, you know, if if something, some event or something is going to happen during that day that's going to just completely change your life forever. Um, it, it's 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 really it's really kind of interesting to think about that stuff to me. You know, if if it, being in a certain place in time just just you know just being there i mean think about you know unfortunately bad things out there like you know 911 or or other tragic things that have happened throughout history 
you know, and you've always, everybody's heard these stories of like people who didn't like go to that building that, and on that, on that day for whatever reason, right? I think, I think the one that I always, uh, that I've heard about, I think this is true. I'm pretty sure this is accurate. Everybody probably, most people know Seth MacFarlane, right? He did the Family Guy show or does the Family Guy show, uh, The Orville, which is a great series. He did, he did that. Uh, we're still hoping for another season of that. But the, the story that I've heard is that he was supposed to have been on one of those planes and something happened. He got his assistant, told him the wrong time. I forget all the details, but he, he was supposed to have been on one of those planes. I mean, can you think about that? <laughs> can, can you imagine, you know, anything that's been like a disaster like that, that you didn't do and then everyone, I mean, the whole, um, yeah, it's just it's just crazy. Anyway, let's let's bring this back. I, I'm I'm in a really rambling mood, I guess. And we're almost 20 minutes into the podcast. Um, the um, the Flash, but let's just go. Let's just talk about the movie. So so anyway, this that's the premise. You know, Barry wants to, to save his mother and, and ends up inadvertently um, changing a lot of things. Uh, and I don't want to give you too many details. The movie's only a week or so out. I know it's not doing very good at the box office. Uh, let me say this: If you've enjoyed the DC films, the other ones that they've done, especially um, Justice League, I feel like he, he, I feel like even the original of that wasn't that bad. But of course, the Snyder cut I think is much better. It's really long, but it's uh, you can watch on. Uh, well, it's called Max now, right? HBO Max or just Max. The um, but if you've enjoyed those movies, those characters, those actors in those roles. Uh, I would say go see this. And again, there's a lot of emotion in this movie. I think it's a really interesting concept. Uh, Flashpoint um, in the comics is is well um, liked and and was certainly you know has been reprinted and and is there's an omnibus uh, collection of it out there. I mean you can you can pick it up and read it if you want. Now it's it's the movie is not like some literal translation of the comics. And, and this is one of those points that, that I like to always say is that you've got to be able to go with that a little bit. It's the same thing with the Star Trek franchise. They're, they're not going to hold religiously to, to sometimes what's come before. They're going to put their own spin somewhat on it. And if you can accept that, I think you can enjoy it. As long as they, I feel like as long as they respect the material, uh, and, and and still have the essence of it there. And this is about uh, he's he's a young young man, you know. And and tragedy struck when he was very young. And and if you had the power to go back and fix that, you know, like even my my father, you know, who, who passed away from from cancer, like if there was a way for me to go back and fix that, you know. But then I think about well, my life and and people that I know and my family and everything like that it would be completely different. So honestly, I probably wouldn't go back. I mean, everything you've learned about, <laughs> everything we've all learned from comic books and movies and TV shows is you don't do stuff like that, right? It's it's it, it's kind of, uh, yeah. So <laughs> I think one of the exceptions to this, it, you know, it's fresh on my mind because there's some, I'm getting very soon, hopefully later this week, maybe I'll have it in time for the video cast to, for next weekend, but I'm getting a one-sixth scale uh, model of the DeLorean from Back to the Future, but I, I think about Back to the Future and and Marty, you know, messing around in the in the in the past and changing how his father 
is at the at the dance and all that and giving him a little more boost of confidence. And when he comes back to the present, you know, Marty's life is a little different, but it's actually at least at least they and, and it's a lighthearted movie so they don't go into a lot of things, but it's better. You know, his family is they're better. They're better off, really. And they're still there though. It's you know he's he's still there. His his the rest of his family's still there. Him changing what he did still kept his mother and father together. It didn't it didn't change things dramatically, right? And and um, well, it did. But I mean, you you guys get what I mean. I mean, it's not like that whole thing about um, if he didn't get them together. You know, when when he's playing the everybody knows this scene where he's playing the song and he, and he sees himself disappearing in the photo. Right in, until they're dancing and they kiss. I think his his mother and his mother and father to be. So um, yeah. Bottom line of it is, I think the Flash is a great movie. I really do. I think it, it was solid. I think the 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 woman Sasha K- Kelly Kala, however you say her name is, who played Supergirl. They don't really even ever call her. I don't think they really ever call her that, um, or even Super anything. Um, I don't want to say too much, but anyway, the um, and of course Michael Keaton back as Batman was he was fantastic. I, it, that that alone, you know, if you if you like if you want to see Mike, Michael Keaton play Batman again, that alone is worth it. Uh, I've seen a lot of commentary, and I've only seen the movie once. People complaining and, and commenting about the the effects not looking that good. I don't know. I didn't really have that much of a problem with them. I I, I don't get that so much i mean there's a scene at the opening there's an opening scene i don't want to say anything about what it is excuse me i don't want to say what anything goes on in the what the beginning of the movie but or what the scene is but that's where the main complaint was but i believe and and the way they do the cgi this is going to be kind of a cryptic comment the way they do the cgi in the first say 10 15 minutes of the movie you'll, you'll know what i'm talking about is intentional. They they want things to look the way they have them. It's not a oh look how that look at that bad CGI. It's no look at the CGI. That's how they wanted it to look. I, I can't say too much more without giving some things away. I know this is this is all over the internet already. I don't know why I'm being so cautious, but um, there's a little scene where where Barry has to save some people, uh, young very very young people at the beginning of the movie. And there have been some complaints about how that scene looks and how they look. And I think it's totally, I think I even saw that the people who worked on the movie said this, that's the way they wanted it to look. So, and, and I didn't think much of it, really, that when I saw it, I said, oh, I can see what they're doing here. So, all right, we're almost like 25 minutes into the podcast. Let me take a short break. I'll come back, talk a little bit about, um, we'll talk a little bit about the first couple of episodes, I think, of... Um, Strange New World, so I'll, I'll, then I'll talk a little bit about general, um, let's say, comics and superheroes, which, which seems to be what I'm talking about a lot in recent podcasts, but I'll be right back. All right, a, a, a couple other last quick things I wanted to say about The Flash I kind of forgot to say. Um, you know, it, it cost, they say, you know, cost about $200 million to make. They say it's made about 180 million. I know that's you know it's going to get more, and then there's going to be video releases and stuff. I mean, yeah, it's people immediately want to jump on and say things are a bomb, but I'm like, 
Yeah, I don't I don't at all consider this a bomb of a movie. Directed by a guy named Annie Muschietti. I think that's how you say his name, his last name. He just got assigned to the Brave and the Bold, the new one of um, the new James Gunn series of um, new DC movies. So he's going to, you know, they must think enough of him to give him that. Uh, but what I was going to say is, I really, I, I commented this on, on one of Kenny's posts. I don't think it was the Ezra Miller stuff about um, so much that, that is, is hurting some of the people going to this movie. I think it's a few other things. I think there's a lot of pretty good movies out right now still. Um, we got Spider-Verse that just came out a few weeks ago. I think there's competition. I think that's one thing. I think the other factor is a lot of comic book fans and, and nerds in general know that James Gunn's doing a whole new DC sort of reboot of movies. So these last movies, the Shazam movie, this one, there's there's still another Aquaman movie with Jason Momoa coming. Um, people are saying, well, those don't really matter anymore. It's kind of like when you find out a, a TV show has been canceled, you know, as you're watching it, like or something, and and it's it, it do you do you finish it? I I usually do if I enjoy the show, but it, I think that's part of the another reason I think. There's very few people, honestly, and I, I you know, trekusf at gmail.com, send me, a, send me an email, but anyone that's seen the Flash movie, I hate to be this, I feel like I'm being a rah-rah cheerleader for it, but maybe a little bit, who's actually seen the movie, and they, they've liked it and enjoyed it, you know, to varying degrees, but I've never, I haven't heard of, really, I haven't seen one comment where somebody saw the movie and, and didn't, didn't say they had a good time and enjoyed watching it, so... Keep that in mind. Um, all right, let's go switch gears. Let's talk about Star Trek, you know, my favorite thing to talk about, really. Strange New Worlds, Star Trek Season 2, Strange New Worlds. First two episodes of Season 2, uh, The Broken Circle was the first one. Uh, and and then the second one, the most recent one, Ad Astra Per Aspera, um, a Latin phrase. So... Th- Basically, the Broken Circle, uh, I thought, was really good. It gave a chance for um, Ethan Peck, Spock to shine, some of the other secondary characters. It's been pretty well reported. You know, this um, uh, Anson Mount uh, is not very, he's only in a little bit of that episode. And the the reason that got put out there uh, is that Anson had a baby around the time that episode was filmed, the early part of the season of season two. And so they were trying to give him a little, be a little understanding. I, I could totally get this, especially with my son right now. Fortunately, he works, my son works for um, GM and they give pretty good paternity leave for um, for employees. So that's kind of nice. But um, so they, they were trying to give Anson a little bit of, a little bit of time off basically. So that's one of the reasons why, and I still think the episode it involved Klingon, Spock got to shine, some of the other characters got to shine pretty well. And I, I like that. It's It's been one of the biggest problems and complaints about Discovery uh, is that, it, you know, it's 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 the Burnham show and that, that they don't, even after now four seasons of Discovery, and they've been trying, they tried a little bit here and there, but they're, you know, the bridge crew, the other people uh, of the Discovery, you know, like they're, they don't really give them a lot to do. You barely know their names, and they've, they've never, from the beginning of Strange New Worlds, they've tried to balance, balance it out. I mean, it's still a lot of Pike. There's still a lot of focus on Anson Mount and the Captain. 
number one a bit. Although I, I honestly don't think they gave number one a lot to do in the first season as much as you would think. Um, Spock gets a fair amount because he's an interesting character and everybody knows Spock, right? But the even the other people on the show, the Doctor Mabenga, you know, uh, the Helmsman, you know, the you know we've have uh, a young Uhura on the show. Uh, the you know they all the engineers, and there's a new engineer this year. I mean they they've all given them a lot. So I think that the fact that they could do an episode with very little Pike or Pike being in the episode was was I think it was great. I loved it. Uh, and the most recent one, oh my gosh, this is this whole, it's a whole courtroom type, you know, the Star Trek has a, has a pretty good history of having, having a, a, you know, amazing courtroom dramas, the measure of a man court martial in the original series, you know, this most recent one, uh, for, um, uh, strange new worlds is, is a, uh, is great. I, I mean, it, you know, I think it was fantastic, super well done, super well acted, j- just really emotional at times. Um, and yeah, I thought it was great. So we're getting 10 episodes. Let me run this down for you really quick. Cause I'm looking at this Star Trek Wikipedia page, Star Trek Strange, Strange New Worlds Wikipedia, and they actually list the, the episodes, um, titles. So next week's the one coming up, and by the way, um, you know, subscribe to Paramount Plus on, to, and watch this show. It's amazing. And and I, I mean, a couple of months even is is 20 bucks or something like that. I mean, uh, have you seen the price of movie tickets lately? I, I don't know. And again, I always say, hey, if you really don't want to do that and you really want to keep it at low low cost, well, first, the, the first season is still all on YouTube and Prime, I think, until the end of June. Uh, I think that's when it's ending. I think I said that last time I did a show. But um, you could just sign up once once all the episodes. It looks like the 10 episodes for season two will will finish off in August, uh, mid-August, August 17th, which is kind of cool because I think right after that we're going to get the Ahsoka show, which is, of course, on Disney+. Plus. But uh, So we, we'll have some other, you know, science fiction fantasy to watch. But the um, but what I was gonna say is, if you just sign up for a month, once all the season is out, you can just watch it all for for the price of you know ten bucks, less than a less than a lot of movie ticket prices. You can watch all ten episodes. All right. So the upcoming titles of the episodes uh, next week's tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow, which sounds to me like a time travel thing, uh, but we'll see. Um, number four, among the Lotus Eaters. Uh, that's an interesting title. Uh, number five, charades or charades. I don't know how you say that officially. I don't know. It maybe depends on the episode. Um, number six, Lost in Translation. These almost sound like Jeopardy categories. <laughs> they do. Number seven, and I don't watch Jeopardy that much, but number seven, Those Old Scientists. That one's directed by Jonathan Frakes, so that should be interesting. That's number seven. Oh, that's the one... Yeah, that's the one with the uh, Lower Decks folks in it. Uh, so anyway, yeah. Uh, number eight, Under the Cloak of War. Uh, number nine, Subspace Rhapsody. And number 10, Hegemony. Yeah, that's how you say that. Uh, yeah, a, a pretty interesting lineup of episode titles. Uh, one per week until, like I said, until um, until the 17th of August. So... So that's what we've got coming for Strange New Worlds for the rest of um, 
season two, and we've only had two so far. Ten episodes is about the bare minimum. I hope they never drop lower than um, than ten episodes. You know, we wait we wait a long time between these seasons. Um, although, is this really true? I guess this is really true. Maybe they just got really ahead. So, I when I said we wait a long time, uh, Strange New Worlds is kind of the exception of that. <laughs> so, we only waited about a year. They, uh, the uh, last season was just airing last year. Uh, yeah, so, you know, from May to July um, of last year was, was season one, and season two now we're getting a year later. So that's pretty darn good. I kind of hope we get season three um, pretty quickly too, but we'll see how that goes. Oh, the other Star Trek news recently, they just they canceled or dropped um, from Paramount Plus Prodigy, Star Trek Prodigy. Uh, the second season that the story out there is is that it was pretty much finished, and this is an animated, another animated Star Trek show. It was really good, actually. It featured uh, an animated Janeway. Uh, it's, it's, yeah. It, and you know, there's, there's a lot of weirdness with streaming services. You know, Disney dropped a bunch of of their own content, which is sh- just shocking and weird to me. The, the most recent being that Willow TV series, which I enjoyed. Um, they, you know, they pulled it from their, their streaming, uh, service, which is, I, I don't know how that saves the money or some kind of a tax break or what it is, but it's, it's a little, it's a little frustrating. Uh, so I don't know what's going on. I mean, the, the, the rumor supposedly there's of course, um, you know, some campaigns out there to try to save Prodigy. The, the people who work on it say they're trying to finish season two and trying to find a home. Maybe it'll end up on, I think it was done in, in it, cause it's supposed to be, it was sort of labeled as a, as a kid's more kids show, but it's pretty sophisticated. It, it's not, it's not just like, I, I've watched a little of what's it called? Young Jedi Ch- tales or something like that. There's a little bit of a kid's star Wars show on, on Disney plus, and that's pretty kid oriented. It's pretty simple. They're, they're trying to teach a little lessons in each. It's pretty obvious. You can tell. I was watching. Um, I watched one with my grandson, Bryson, who's almost five now. So, you know, it's 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 about his age level. I think was, was it would be fun for them. But but the prodigy had, you know, it was a little bit scary even at times, I would think, for kids. And, and it had some pretty deep things going on in it. So it, I. I I hate to call it. I wouldn't wouldn't even want to call it a, a kids show. I don't I don't know. But that was kind of disappointing news to hear about that you know that happened or is happening. So we'll see. Uh, and and then you know we've got this supposedly Star Trek uh, Star Trek Academy Starfleet Academy whatever show. So really, what we're down to, we got more lower decks coming. Discovery season five will be next um, in the early part of twenty twenty four. They've announced that. I think that's finished, definitely finished filming. Picard is obviously over, probably. Um, I mean, I think if they do another Picard slash TNG Trek show, it would be that Star Trek legacy that keeps getting tossed around. Uh, and and then they're supposedly going to do this Starfleet Academy. I don't know. I'm going to Comic-Con in about a month. I got my badge. 
uh, be seeing Kenny. That'll be fun. Hopefully see some other people that I've run into there in the past. And, and maybe I, I, I've, I read the other day that a lot of the big players are not are kind of not going to do panels. Marvel's not going to have any panels. Disney is not going to have any panels. So I, I kind of jokingly put up, I said, all right, Paramount and, and Star Trek, it, it, you guys can do, you know, or, or, or you know, just let, how about some panels? How about how about uh, people are people were commenting about on these posts on Facebook and stuff about oh good we'll get back to Comic Con about being about comics I'm like well guys I mean this stuff is all kind of there's a lot of comic overlap uh, you know even Star Trek has got comics Star Wars has got comics so uh, it's uh, there's a shift in things out there so you know it's kind of uh, interesting that they you know. They're, they're these studios and stuff, these big studios are kind of pulling back. Now, I still think they're going to have a presence there at the show. They're just not doing big panels with guests and celebrities, which it's a little interesting to me because last year at Comic-Con, they were still requiring people to wear masks, yes, um, and there was still a little bit of COVID floating around. I mean, there still is a little bit of COVID floating around out there, but so while I still think it was pretty busy last year at Comic-Con, I have a feeling this summer is going to be mega busy and it's kind of like everything's kind of getting back to quote unquote normal. So I'm kind of surprised that some of these players are not going there. I don't know. Maybe, maybe over the last few years without having the con and stuff, maybe they sort of reevaluated and tried to just say, you know, like, Oh, it's maybe not really that worth it for us. And and we're, we're just not going to spend the money and go, Although I don't even know, if, I guess you're spending money because they're probably paying for all the celebrities to go and things like that. So I guess it does cost studios money to some level, but I, I think it's money well spent personally. Uh, I think, uh, but who, who knows? Who knows? Hey, I'm going to take one short break and then I'm going to come back and I'll wrap up the show, talk a little bit about uh, my, my commentary about superhero franchises and streaming and all this all this stuff in movies and, and and what I'm seeing coming on the horizon what I think and uh, yeah so I'll be back in a moment hi this is Ashley Victoria Robinson I play Ensign Williams on the Red Shirt Diaries web series and you are listening to Rico on the Trex and Sci-Fi podcast all right folks I'm back I had to go uh I had to go FaceTime for a minute or two and see my uh my twin uh twin grandchildren oh my goodness it's weird to say <laughs> we learned the names but i'm gonna keep it secret a little bit for now um i'll i'll, I'll let a few few friends know and family but uh, it doesn't really matter you guys are just podcast listeners let's talk about nerd stuff geek stuff who knows this isn't baby treks and babies or treks and anything like that kids um so superhero stuff superhero franchises i, I and i I know I've said this before, I think, uh, and I commented, I don't like people, people like, oh, go superhero fatigue, you know, the, the, people keep saying about that. Now, I think things are, I always think things are more um, complicated. People always want like a simple, I work in the paint industry, automotive paint industry. I think I've mentioned that on many, probably not many, but a few times everybody always wants, they, they call it like when there's a problem, they want a root cause. Everybody wants to point to one thing or two things or whatever. 
th- I think box office and, and I think ratings and, and all that stuff, I think it's much more complicated than that. I think there's there's a lot of competition for our entertainment now. I mean, heck, there's even a bunch of video games, some pretty big video games that have come out in the last month. And, you know, the majority of people who go see movies, for example, are younger people who play, a lot of them play video games. Diablo 4 is out. The new Final Fantasy game is out. I think there's one or two others. I'm not the biggest gamer. I'm still playing games that came out, you know, nearly 20 years ago, like World of Warcraft. But um, but I am playing a little Diablo 4. And I am tempted by Final Fantasy. But, but the point is there's a lot of things vying for our, our time, our attention, our money. So I think it's, you know, when people will say these movies, it's because there's two, you know, there are a lot. Sure, we had Guardians of the Galaxy. We had the Spider-Verse movie. Then we had uh, The Flash. That, that is quite a bit uh, in, in a month span, right? And and then you know the Indiana Jones movie comes out this coming week. I I, I really hope it's 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 a solid movie. I, I think it will be. Uh, I'm ho- hopeful. I'm you know, and I love the character of Indy. is one of my favorite characters of all time. And and Harrison Ford is fantastic. And and everyone's like, oh, he's so old. And I'm like, I don't know. He looks pretty pretty peppy in the in the movie trailers that i've seen uh but um but the you know there's just just a lot of things these days a lot of streaming services streaming services kind of are both a good and a bad thing i feel like many things are good and bad depending on how you take it and and there's a lot of things to watch there like i was mentioning earlier the new black mirror i watched the two episodes so far uh, there's a really uh, Joan is awful uh, first episode of, of the season. I kind of jumped over and, and did the third episode because it was a longer episode and I had a little more time that night. There's one with Aaron Paul about a space mission thing. Um, that one I didn't didn't really care for that one quite as much as the Joan is awful. Joan is awful is is you know that that's a great episode of Black Mirror, but. You know, there's just a lot of things that we can watch that that I have a whole list of, you know, my current shows uh, that I'm watching um, Silo, that thing on the Apple TV, which is based on a book series called Wool. Uh, There's just a ton of things to to compete with, you know, with all this. So and then uh, what I said earlier about the DC thing changing hands, you know, they're going to reboot this yet again. Um, with James Gunn doing some, some, you know, he's recasting Superman, he's recasting all these characters and create a new series of movies. Now, I always try to stay open-minded and, and I, I, I always tell other people, don't judge a book by its cover, you know, wait until you see it. So um, I'll, I'll give it a shot. I mean, I thought they had some great actors and great casting in the last films that they did. I, th- I think the stories sometimes weren't that solid. I think they didn't have a true vision or plan for their movies like Marvel has been doing. But um, and even Marvel, you know, there's been a lot of complaints about the Marvel TV stuff. Although this new one, Marvel, the Secret Invasion one, there's only been one episode so far. And everyone I saw a lot of really positive. Now, I I don't know. I thought the first episode was good. It was OK. But, you know, there isn't a ton that happens yet. So and and I've enjoyed the other Marvel TV shows uh, so it's 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 a tricky thing, uh, you know. This is how Hollywood kind of operates, for good or for bad. When when something kind of takes off, 
I mean, when Star Wars hit way back in the day, I mean, we got a ton of of science fiction movies, and we still do. Science fiction and fantasy movies for TV, and I've said this before, the uh, science fiction and TV, in, in movies and TV, that wasn't really a big thing for a long, 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 long time. You know, now it dominates. If you look at the big, what big movies there have been for the for the year. Now I finally, I know I said I saw that second Avatar movie and made a ton of money, and I'm like, God, that was a, that movie was boring. I mean, there wasn't really. <laughs> I don't know why it makes so much money. There's not really much to the story. It looks cool, but but I I just and I and I now now granted I do see movies that are you know. Although I didn't, I didn't watch the new Transformers. That was another one. There was another Transformers movie somehow that got shoved in in, in the June releases, I think. So there's there's just a ton of stuff to watch, um, and, and I and I think it's again, I think it's more than just the Ezra Miller and his his real life, you know, drama that that hurt this movie a little bit and and what it's making at the box office. I mean, there's takes a certain level of sort of like undefined magic when a movie really hits and really does well and 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 makes a lot of money i um i mean word of mouth is a little bit of a factor uh but i i I think there's just i think there's timing i I, i've said forever that I, i wish they didn't squish all these movies into a couple of month time period in the summer even heck once we hit july it slows down i mean we had that mission impossible movie i think that's like july 12th but then I think after that it kind of slows down. So there's there's just uh, I call it more movie fatigue. By the way, the other thing that's happening with movies more and more two things. One, they're really expensive and keep getting more expensive to go see a movie at the theater. Um, this one theater that I go to now, granted it's an it's an IMAX and it's a super big screen, but to just go see a matinee, if I buy the ticket online. It's like fifteen bucks, it, you know. It, it, that's including they're charging now a service fee, which they didn't at this theater before. So, and that's a during the day movie, like an after, mid afternoon matinee movie, not even an evening show. So, you know, that's that's pricey. And then these movies they end up on streaming services in a month or two. You know, uh, it's it, it's it's pretty crazy. Like I. I I think I said this the last podcast. I watched that Creed three movie. That was only at the theater a couple of months ago. So, and I I still love going to the theater to see movies. I say that many times. So I'll still go see the big movies there. But I, I totally during a little bit of the last couple of years, I have not gone to the movies as much as I used to go to. One, I think there's been. I've had complications, things have, you know, gotten in the way of doing that, but, but also just the price. And I know that they're going to be on streaming pretty quick. I mean, uh, it's, yeah. And, um, so with all that said, I, I, I think I can understand how all this works or why it is. We're down to on the CW, speaking of, you know, superhero things, Superman at Lois is coming back for a fourth season, but they've, uh, it's amazing. They've pretty much dropped the entire supporting cast. The only the only actors it looks like that are still guaranteed to come back are the immediate Superman, Lois, the two actors that play them, and their two sons, the two actors that play them. And that's it. Now, this show has been, I mean, there are weeks where, and it was kind of becoming a little bit of a, 
good, bad joke, whatever, but they're like, where's Superman? Where's the Superman action? Because they the kids were having things going on with their high school friends or there was some other things happening like the, like they've they've built up a my point is they've built up a pretty good supporting cast kind of like strange new worlds and now they're dumping them all to save money and i don't know uh, somebody threw out and i think it's a viable idea that you know they live in smallville in the show maybe they're going to move move them all back to metropolis and and just that's a way for them to not have any of those people those characters those actors around anymore now I don't know if if they're still going to pop up with some of those actors, like, you know, just as a guest star thing, like maybe for an episode or something like that. I guess that's possible. I don't know if they're completely 100% dropped. You know, most of them you would see every week or two. You wouldn't necessarily see all of those supporting characters and actors every week on Superman and Lois, but you'd see them often enough. Um, so it's it's... Yeah, it's a little disappointing. I mean, CW is pretty much, and they they canceled, which I never watched an episode of it because it just looked dumb to me. That Gotham Knights show, they they canceled that after one season. Um, so, I mean, there's a lot of changes with the parent companies going on with a lot of these services, and they're really, really monkeying around with, with everything. So we'll see how it all pans out. Um, I'm, I'm still feel like we'll have some good stuff to watch. Um, I'm really enjoying that silo show. Like I said, that's on, um, Apple TV. Uh, it's, it's been pretty good. I'm watching mosquito, the mosquito coast. It's not a sci-fi thing, but it's on Apple TV also. So yeah, lots of, lots of stuff. And, uh, and then this week, indie, uh, the, the fifth and final indie movie. I know people are, you know, a little bit, you know, a lot of people didn't make, like the crystal skull movie. I still think it was okay. It, I I didn't quite like the 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 ending and and what it all turned out to be exactly. I wasn't a, wasn't a huge fan of it, but I think it had a lot of great moments. I was it was great to see Marion again. I'm still curious because we haven't seen her at all in the trailers. If there's going to be mention of her, is she just off doing something? I hope they don't do something and say she's died or something like that. I that'll be kind of that'll make me kind of sad, you know. They went through the whole point of marrying them in the last movie, and then, and then like, oh yeah, she's she's dead or something, you know. But um, I still have this little little hope because <laughs> he's very popular now. Uh, Kihu Khan, or, or how do you say his name? The guy who played Short Round in in Temple of Doom. He's become pretty popular now with that with that. Um, everything everywhere all at once movie and he's showed up at the red carpet with with um harrison ford just sort of surprised him i don't think he shows up as as an adult short round in in the this movie but maybe there's a surprise maybe maybe we're going to get a surprise i don't know um that would be great i would love to see that uh sal is back you know john reese davies is is there but yeah, I'm excited to see that. Uh, I think um, I'm going to wrap it up, though. I think this has been a fun show. I, I had a lot of stuff that I wanted to, to just talk about, and I'm excited for new family members, twinsies. And uh, I was kind of, I have to say, you know, I did throw out the idea of Luke and Leia for names, but, that you know, I didn't think that would happen, and it didn't. <laughs> I don't think even if we had ever had twins, if, if I would have pushed for that, because... I just feel like those kids would be sort of like picked on. Oh, does your daddy like Star Wars? 
you know, or your mommy likes Star Wars. You know, like I, I don't want to give any ammo to the bullies out there. So, um, but they pick some good names anyway. Uh, the That's it, folks. Uh, I will be back next weekend. I'm going to try to make it a video show and talk all about Indiana Jones, talk about the new movie and all that. Um, hope everyone, people, um, enjoy the week. Uh, weather here has been pretty pretty warm, humid. We're supposed to get some storms later today. Uh, not as warm as down south. <laughs> you guys, you guys just, I like warm weather, but man, 110 plus in a lot of areas in the southern part of the U.S. Come up north, folks, for the for the summer. It's better. And then we'll go down there during the winter. Wouldn't it be great to have two houses? I, I'm not a two-house guy, but a lot of people do. Uh, they call them snowbirds, basically, where, you know, like birds migrate, you know, to go to better weather. Uh, people, you know, who have a, like my daughter-in-law, my, my son's wife, um, her parents, they're, they're both um, not working anymore, retired and all that. Uh, they have a home in Arizona, and then they have one in Michigan. So they're 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 the they're the you know very very good example of the snowbird thing. I you know it'd be cool to be able to do that. Although I always wonder about and and would worry about a home that's not got anybody in it. I mean I'm I'm sure that they have someone that kind of keeps an eye on the place and maybe pops in every now and then, make sure a pipe hasn't burst or something like that. They actually did have something like that happen in their Arizona home. Something happened in the kitchen. I don't know exactly what caused it, but they did have some water damage from something uh, and had to have their kitchen pretty much redone out there for some, yeah, something happened. But, um, but yeah, sure would be nice for the weather to, to follow the warmer, warmer weather. Again, I've said winter, winter isn't bad, except here in the north in Michigan, especially, it just is, is forever, goes on forever. We have a few good months of nice weather, and then the rest of the weather is kind of stinky. So, all right, everyone, take care. Have a good week. I'll talk to you again next time. Bye. This has been a Rico Dosti podcast production.